Let's spread a song so you can sing along with one special guest star two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone welcome back to another episode of life's but a song a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals i'm your host john and with me today is a very special guest he's basically my co-host it's jason <laughs> kerr everyone hi hi nice i have you a, again i have a list somewhere of breaking down who's been on how many episodes and i believe yeah. i believe you're this is like episode 14 for you what yeah. Oh my God! It doesn't feel like that. It feels like we started just yesterday. <laughs> just yesterday. Because <laughs> we did in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, and we're here today to talk about. You know, is this a TV movie? I feel like this is a TV. You know, movie. I I I ventured to say it was. However, it's so good. I don't think it was. I think it had to have been released in the theaters. Or at least a straight to. T- uh, I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to look that up right now because I actually was looking at stuff before we 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 started. Um, but go and tell you talk about your things. Oh yeah, so uh, we're here to talk about Sesame Street presents Follow That Bird, which came out in 1985. Oh, uh, un- unclear as to what format it is. Jason's still looking, looking that up right now. Screenplay by Tony Geis and Judy Froberg. Okay. Uh, directed by Ken Quapis. Okay. I'm, we know we know my history with saying last with You're saying just names. stuff up. This is how it came <laughs> off of IMDb, which, according to IMDb, now I wrote this before seeing it, and uh-huh. this little blurb broke me for a hot second. Big Bird is sent to live far from Sesame Street by a pesky social worker named Miss Finch. Unhappy, he runs away from there, prompting the rest of the Sesame Street gang to go on a cross-country journey to find him. The fact that, like, they brought up (laughs) when they were, like, a pesky social worker, I was just like, what is happening? While I'm typing it out. I mean, but that's exactly what happened. That is. Now, is she really the villain? I don't think she is. I don't think... I, I think, think the, the, cir- the circus folk are the villains. She is a villain. They're two villains. Because he's running from both of them. Right, but she's doing her Oh, it, job. It, it was, I'm finding the film was first released on VHS. Ah! Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. I, 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 it's such a good film. It's, it's, it's actually kind of hard to believe. They didn't put it in, in the theaters because that's when the Muppets were also going in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw yeah, I saw Muppet, I saw the Great Muppet, Muppet Caper movie. in the theaters as a child. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like I forgot how progressive Sesame Street is. Oh, oh my god! Oh my and god. then watching this, I just remembered like articles of recent Sesame Street episodes where like. Doesn't somebody have like two moms, and then also some? Isn't there no. a character that has HIV? And there's not. I think there's an autistic. Uh, pu- there's puppet an autistic well. puppet. Yeah. There, there was a homeless puppet. There, like, yeah. They are. They've been very progressive even from the beginning, yeah. and it's very interesting that children's television, the how they present it, because it's, it's yeah, it's done in a way that it's not 
um accusatory or it's not like you know face they're your just, prejudices yeah they're just it's, there they're just like be nice to everyone like the uh the deaf woman in in this every one. and everyone knows how to sign yeah yeah or every, or at least knows how to communicate with her yeah at and least she's, and she's useful at least they know how to like react and she could read their lips i guess no no well, there's part in the movie when when during one one little star where she was singing and she asked uh she asked what she's talking what she's about she's talking about and, yeah. and and the and um who was it? The other woman, the hearing woman, re- uh, responded that she's singing a song, uh, a lullaby. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was a really sweet moment for her. It was, it was so it was so nice seeing these people and everything. Uh, I don't it, think I've ever seen this movie though. I grew up watching this movie. Um, it was on. There was a point when it was on TV. Disney. I don't know if Disney. It was on Disney Channel, but it was on like a lot. Um, or maybe I have the VH, maybe I've recorded it and just watched it a lot. Uh, but it was on TV for me a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I knew as I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, I actually remember this song. So I don't, I don't remember watching the movie as a kid, but when, uh, when Big Bird packs his suitcase, I had a visceral reaction being like, I remember this. The balloon, the, the, the beach ball? The beach ball in the, Yeah. <laughs> I love Big Bird. You know what? Before I watch this, I watched a little documentary about how uh, Big Bird is puppeted. Oh, I think that I can is, figure it out. It is not easy. Well, because if you notice one of his hand wings, hands, I don't wing, know. Wing, hands, wing, hand, hand uh, I think it's the right one is like forever attached to his body. Well, in this film, well, they do it differently for different. I mean, you know, they have different types of puppets for different types of shots. Oh yeah, so okay, so at least one hand is attached to his body because the other one is used to express. Meanwhile, the actor's other hand, the one that is not used in the puppet itself, is used to, I think, to move the mouth. Okay, so there is a counterbalance. That mo- that helps move the hands. Meanwhile, the puppeteer is pu- pu- puppeteer is is his hands above his head the whole time. Yes, to, uh, to move the mouth and the, and the eyes. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, and he has a he has a a a video screen taped to him that he can see where he is in the shot. Oh my god! So he does the so he does the reverse. The poor actor. <laughs> it's actually not easy. And then in this film, when I was watching him roller skate, I said, "Holy shit! Well, this is a, this is something different." Oh yeah, because they do a full body roller skating. He's moment. actually roller skating. It's 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 wild. It's not like they just show the legs and then in another no. shot they show He's like the, from the waist it's a up. Full body roller skating. He's the actor. The puppeteer is roller skating. It, man. Mup, um, Jim Henson is a genius. What? Truly, puppeteers are a genius. I, I did a show with puppeteers earlier this year, and I forget what a very different breed of people they are. It's a very different. They're they're remarkable human beings, and they and they understand storytelling on a different level. 
like I really I, I feel like I learned some things from them when I when I, I actually know I actually did a show with the gentleman who did um, Barkley on on Sesame Street for years Bruce Connolly uh, shout out to him I love that man he's was he in the was this him uh I don't believe this was him I think he started doing it in the nineties. Uh, how dare you look him up you look him up he, he's he, he's 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 on what there. was he's his a, name bruce connolly no nope, this ends. is this nope. is fred garver okay okay but bruce um we, i because we did we did two shows together in 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 connecticut and uh i got to talk, pick his brain about 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 you know doing sesame street and this, that 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 barkley is hard barkley i believe is a little harder than, than big bird because you're on you're on all fours kind of yes yeah. It's a it's a it's a tough all of those are tough puppets. Puppeteer like there's a, there was a funny moment that I I mean I think us as adults would pick up on the on the real joke that was happening but um when they're at the circus and is it Maria that goes to unlock Big Bird from the cage? The the deaf well Maria's there but the the deaf woman I forget her name uh, she she is the one who takes the keys and is doing that while Grover is turning into Super Grover. But before all that happens, Maria goes onto the stage and then you see like the Count try to climb over the stage and another puppet is like, no. <laughs> and so I was watching it with, you know, my 34-year-old eyes going, that's a great joke because clearly they physically can't do it because he's a puppet. Yeah, but yeah, ah, uh, so good. Is it? You might be hearing. You might be hearing some drilling. There's apparently um, renovations happening above me. So, apologies if if, if you hear any of that. It's just background noise. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 And the dog is the dog is running about. All right. Uh, uh, is it me or did the, were the dodo the design of the dodo is just like a little off? I love. I think it's supposed to be off. Well, yes. There, there, there other there there are different. Because it, it's supposed to be a, such a sharp contrast to what he knows, and also I think they had to build the puppets differently because I'm not sure because those are actual children in those in those dodo birds, um, unless they're little people. Was it? They you? may have been little. <laughs> I was four. I yeah, been. it could have been. It could have been. been me. Now, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't pick on the Donnie Marie joke until it's hilarious. Too late. It's hilarious. I was just like, are they making commentary on Donnie and Marie Osman? They very well may have been Donnie and Marie Dodo, <laughs> where it's like they're calling them stupid in a way. <laughs> Airheads. Airheads. The, the the dialogue for the Dodo birds was fucking brilliant. This is, I was flabbergasted by all of this because it didn't feel like a Sesame Street thing to me. It felt like a full length film. But it also felt like more of like the Muppets material. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we, well yes. Yes. Because, um, I mean, I know, I know um, the, what was it? Sesame Street, Muppets, and Fraggle Rock are all Henson Corporation, and yeah, I guess yeah. they they all have similar tones because they do crossover and everything. Yeah, those and, Kermit the Frog crossed over in this one. Uh huh. And then, um, like Sesame Street was in a Muppets movie a bunch mm-hmm. of times, actually. Mm-hmm. A couple characters mm-hmm. were. Um, so I just felt like this was this script 
was more like uh, uh, geared towards the crowd that is for the Muppets, like a little older kids than maybe. Maybe. The- yeah. Because it was, I mean, I was watching the, listen, looking at the heart of the movie and, and being like, okay, what's this movie about? Uh, and what's Big Bird's journey? <laughs> and it's, it's about chosen family, right? That's what I got. Chosen family. Yeah, that's what I got too. Um, but his, well, what I was really watching is like, when does Big Bird change? Like, what was his? Because is he changed by his events? So, no. No, because he's six. He's six, he's young, but there is a moment when he has to do something pretty brave, and that's when he has to jump from the cage to the car. And this is why I asked if Miss Finch was really the villain, because, like, to her, she's just doing her job, right? Well, but she's doing it, she she is, um... I know she's, like, a little malicious-looking and everything, but, like... It's not, not, well, she's, she's presented as the villain. Because right. her, her even her appearance is insidious, um, because I I loved the way that they filmed that scene. Which one? Because the 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 scene the, the flock of feathers scene. Because you have the head of the board who's you know very proper and they're they're talking about things and the big bird comes up and people have and and then we see the whole table. We see most of the table, and it spins, and it spins, and it spins, and it spins, and we t- see all these other birds, and then suddenly Miss Finch pipes up, and she appears. She's been there the whole time. It's the coolest, like, entrance of a, of a villain. It's a, it's a villain entrance. Right, but, like, thematically. Thema- thematically, well, thematically, uh, she she presents trouble. I'm, maybe not villain. She's the conflict. She, How's that? She's a conflict because because it comes up because the way that the, the that the the beats work out in in most films and in this film is that the the the, the, the trouble is presented, and then it go and then we, the story happens. Story happens, and then the trouble comes back, and then. Then it goes. Then they, they deal with it, and then it closes in on them, and that becomes. And then, then it happens. Then uh, we get to the point where all is lost, and the all is lost section kind of happens when um, I'm not, and I'm not like a scholar, so I may be wrong. Someone tell me if I'm wrong. Um, even though I have the book right next to me, the beat, the, the the Save the Cat book that I just referenced. <laughs> but someone, cat. someone tell me if I'm wrong. Um, the, uh, when the all is lost section happens, that is about the time when the when he the, he's the bluebird of happy bluebird of happiness, and at that point, Miss Finch and the 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 robber the circus guys are coming for them. So they're kind of they work together, mm. in a weird way, mm. story wise, as right, as, as, then, as a conflict. But then she, when she goes to Sesame Street at the end, she's just like, "Oh, you did have a family this whole time." Yes, yeah, she learned something. She learned so, some, she had a big she had a bigger story arc than than Big Bird. I was gonna ask, is this her story? <laughs> Since she's the one that goes through the most character development. Ooh, growth. that's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Right. I think you might be right. Well, I mean, because you said because Big Bird is just Big Bird throughout the whole thing. He's just you know? himself. He's just this this kind of innocent. Mm-hmm. creature that's that's moving through the country right and he and his main objective is to go home well that's it yeah to to, to well it's interesting because 
when when it's presented to him that he is different, he goes, "Oh, I guess I am different. Well, maybe I should be among my own people." And Wait, he but like it. he never really wanted, like there was no desire to leave until it was presented to him. Yeah. So yeah. he so and then once he tried something different living with the dodos, he's just like, "Okay, now I want to go back home to Sesame Street." Yeah, where my actual home is, where people get where people where people get me. Jason, are you trying to traumatize my childhood <laughs> with all these movies? <laughs> traumatized? Yeah, just bring up some <laughs> some past thing that I'm like, did I watch this movie? Am I traumatized now? <laughs> What's going on? I remember, I remember being, I remember being scared of Miss Finch. I like the design of her. I love the, the design that of her. that she had purple feathers as like yeah. a little bus driver wig. Yes. <laughs> Jason. She's amazing. <laughs> yes. Although I kind of <laughs> wish she was taller than Big Bird. But that's, that's a feat. That's, that's a, a feat. feat. Yes. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I'm pretty sure the the person puppeteering Big Bird was like 6'5 or some he has to be. Carol Let's yeah, let's call it's Carol. Um, he oh no, he was five nine and a half according to IMDb. Yeah, it says five ten. Wow, oh God, Frank, Frank. I didn't realize Frank. First of all, I didn't realize Frank Oz was six two, and Jim Henson was six three. I had no idea. I believe that. If I remember, wow. I mean, I remember seeing pictures of him, and he does look very tall. I didn't realize he was that tall. I didn't realize Frank Oz was that tall. You would never we, really honestly. I recognize Frank Oz's voice before I recognize his face. True, 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 true. Because he's been, he's definitely acted in things where it's yeah. him, and you're just like, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he did a he had a uh, oh it was a movie I watched a few years ago. I was like, oh my god, that was Frank Oz. Yeah. Yep, and he's also directed a lot of things that he you're directed just like Little he Shop directed. Of Yes. A couple horrors. Yeah. That, 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 that actually is why it's so good. Um, okay. So I want to talk about some of the songs in this. Oh, where yes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> For Upside Down World, I just wrote cocaine. It's a, it's a, it's a fever dream. But you know what? The, well, the form of this, of this movie is so, like, so much like a musical. Yes. But because I feel like song... that song, that one song, Upside Down World, it felt like it was a reject from a pre- previous it episode. Does. It does. It does. Like a, like a, like a, like a, Ses- like a Sesame Street episode. And yeah. they're like, let's throw it in. Let's but, throw it in ta- yeah. but let's talk about the more brilliant thing in the, of that song. How that was a reenactment of North by Northwest. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. That was brilliant. Right. That, that is part, That is, in my opinion... One of the more most brilliant things Jim Henson Studios has ever done. I love it when children's shows and movies and all that make reference to like adult movies. Yeah, but they yeah. do it in a coy way. Like, um, I'm pretty sure I've seen some TV show reference Psycho. A hundred percent. Like, and it's usually Alfred Hitchcock movies that, that I think well, because about everyone. It. It's because everyone has everyone has to study them. Either that or The Shining. You know, all work okay. and no play kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, oh yeah, make. <laughs> um, 
but while I was listening to Ain't No Road Too Long, uh-huh. I was, I, I felt like I've heard that somewhere else, but not Sounds like, like a Willie that. Nelson song. Yeah, like, were they, were they trying to, like, not parody, but, like, sample another song? It's it really, I, I, I wish I had time to look, but it sounds like a Willie Nelson song. Okay, because I, 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 it's not just me, though, right? No. Like, okay. No. Because no. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to them singing, and I was just like, I know this song from somewhere else. I don't know why. <laughs> um, and then the <laughs> easy going day, I was just like, that girl's not singing this. <laughs> First of all, where the hell are those? Wh- wh- where are the parents? Where are the parents? You hear, the, <laughs> you hear the mom off camera, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the kids are like making a nest for a bird in the barn, a giant bird. And then they're doing chores the next day and teaching big bird about what a pump is. And it's like, where, you... well, Hey, we all need to know what the pump is. But the parents were nowhere to be found. And I think that is that, that scene, um, may have inspired years of, of poor behavior with with because I was also a latchkey child uh, from me. Just getting into trouble. Did this, this movie give you some like Pinocchio vibes as well? Eh, I see what you I see how it could, uh, but not well, for that me. was that was one of the last episodes you were on. We were talking. It was, it was. And I was just and I was just like, well, when he joins the circus, it kind of felt like that circus scene in the Pinocchio we watched. Oh, yeah. yeah where they yeah. then turn into donkey, donkey uh, asses. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But uh-huh. I was just, it, I mean, it also, it also felt like Pinocchio because of like the, the stages that Big Bird has to go through where it's like you, he's at the dojos, then he's at the farm running and then he has to run away and then he got caught by the circus and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And now he's blue and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so it, that's how my brain equated it. But like, I know it's not, not just Pinocchio that does that. It seems like it's a, it's a familiar it's a trope. trope. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, an adventure trope. This is, this is an adventure film. Fucking love it. I mean, it's so brilliant. I it, w- the way this I I'm so glad I'm watching this as an adult. I didn't appreciate this film the way I do now as an adult. I was grinning ear to ear watching it. Like yes. it's so well done. It's the oh, craft it's of it so nice. And then we fucking get Sandra Bernhard, who oh I'm convinced she made a deal with the devil to look so good she still. Always- you know, someone told me yesterday, just yesterday, that uh, she was supposed to do the revival of Funny Girl in the nineties. That 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 was that was uh, something that was being talked about at the time. Can that, you imagine that she was going to be um, Penny Rice? Interesting. Yeah, that would have been different. I'm, but like her little cameo in this movie is so good, so good, so good. A- and Chevy Chase's. It was that that cameo was brilliant, where he makes a reference to Mister Rogers. Sure does. Mr. Rogers wasn't Sesame Street, though. It was, it was PBS. They were, they were companions, yeah. But it was, it was PBS. So they, 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 were, they could talk about it. And all the bird puns, Jason. <laughs> all first the Sesame all, Street puns. First of all, Miss Finch. I mean, a finch is yes. a bird. Oh, yeah. Dodo. Dodo. But then, you know, uh, what did you call feathered it? Flock friend. of a feather? Or... Feathered, feathered friends. Yep. Yeah. 
it it was <laughs> i was just like this this is amazing and you can tell that everyone was on a lot of drugs okay i think the 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 um existence least... of, of mr snuffleupagus is the manifestation of acid of multiple acid trips yes because we what children what we don't realize we didn't realize as children because we just accepted it is that mr snuffleupagus is a figment of big bird's imagination i thought so okay because i remember i think i remember him saying that snuffleupagus is a an imaginary friend yes so the fact that mr snuffleupagus it's actually really that's that actually might wait be a part second of, wait a second if he's an imaginary friend how did he send big bird that giant postcard baby big bird did it himself this is, we, we we need a big bird fight club i'm sorry what what? No, 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 This is no, 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 now uh sesame street as fight club like what's next <laughs> there's no there's no limit oh my God. are you still mm-hmm. getting back at me for annie is that what's yes happening? yes yes i am yes i am Matt jason oh my god this i mean i do have to say though it was very nice watching this it did fill me with like joy and happiness Pure you joy. Know? Yeah. Just to like remember watching Sesame Street. Although yeah. again good clowning. Again, tonally, I think this is not what 80s Sesame Street was doing, if I'm if I can vaguely remember my childhood. No, but it was it, it I it must have been so different for kids to watch this. And uh well, you're you're a child of this era. Did yeah. you do you remember the Sesame Street episodes from absolutely mid mid to late eighties? Well, there also were multiple because because there were there's so many other characters. There's you know, Big Bird and uh, Bert and Ernie and Grover and Grouch are mm-hmm. kind of like the main event, and then you have the other characters. The um, Yep, 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 yep. Uh huh, uh huh. Like those, those type, those weird alien characters. Yep. Then you have Elmo didn't come. Elmo didn't come along to the eighties. People right. realize that El, Elmo isn't Elmo from. I don't have such an attachment to Elmo because Elmo is very new. He's in this movie though. Where? Um, he's one of the random monster puppets in at the end in, a, in an featured. apartment building. But he's not he, featured. He gets he gets a few shot few seconds of airtime. Oh, that's interesting. Is it the Elmo voice? No. Yeah. No. But that's the thing, though. Elmo did start off as just like random background monster. Yeah. And yeah. then and then it wasn't until I want to say late eighties, like after I say, this, I would say early nineties, where they tickle me, tickle me Elmo was was mid nineties. That blew up. Yes. Tickle Me Elmo, y- y- kids do not, the kids today don't don't even know. Tickle Me Elmo, you couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, there, there was a Christmas, there was one Christmas, which I think is what Jingle All the Way is based off of. I wouldn't be surprised. 
yeah, uh, it, 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 that you couldn't. It, people were losing their minds, and every child had to have a tickle me Elmo. Um, but yeah, Elmo was a back is a background monster in this. Go back and watch it. He's it's at the end though. Okay, I'll t- I'll, I'll take a look. See, like, I, was, I was I was just scrubbing through the the movie just now, so I, I'm I'm and I'm there. Like so. when Big Bird returns, that's when okay. he that's when you that's see a, him. That's a whole other movie. When Big Bird returns, is that really a movie? No, no. Sure. Oh. <laughs> Why he returns in this one? <laughs> Follow that bird back home, like. Oh. <laughs> this movie is so great. Uh, I hold on. There's some other weird fact. I wish I wrote them down. I did. I did. You know what? I one of my notes that I wrote down is that lettuce is really the best food in a food fight. It is. It and, and it wasn't hard to. Uh, it probably wasn't hard to clean up. Although, have you seen? Uh, it, it it would have been interesting to be in that room because you know how those things are filmed, right? Yeah, they're on a um, they're on a platform. Yeah. So this way, the uh, uh, the puppeteers yes can like sneak in and be and underneath. Be, and and they're below. So it must have been interesting to have all that lettuce. On the bottom of the of the of the the, the, the studio. Hey, I I think I'd rather lettuce than like uh, spaghetti. That was probably their their reasoning for the lettuce. Oh, and see, I thought lettuce would be is just easier to clean up, personally. Oh, maybe, maybe. Or like you still get the effect of it, and you get you get a nice joke into it. You oh know that those. First of all, we got to talk about how well they use Oscar the Grouch in this film. He is the running j- clown joke in the show. He's the sending the clown for this film. Mm-hmm. And you and tonally, you open the movie with him, which is weird. It is so weird and so different. Um, but because usually that moment is set to set up the film, the tone of the film. Um, and we have this. So instead of setting up the tone of the entire film, we're setting up the joke, the joke track, the the the, the, the yeah. comedian of, of of the whole movie, which is great. Because so that when he re, when he returns, we we already are like, oh, Gro- Grover, how cute is that? And his, his Oscar. Uh, sorry, Oscar. Thank you. Oscar um, is the first time that I when I watch this again, I'm like, oh, I forget that I actually we actually know Oscar like Oscar the Grouch in life. Like I I feel that like he is like the 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 Sanford and Son of <laughs> of life. He's also the um, Waldorf and Statler. If we oh, want right. to relate it to another Jim Henson property, yeah, 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 yeah. But huh. he yeah, who are in this film? He what? Oh, because they're Muppets. Never mind. They're the Muppets. Yeah, yeah they're Muppets. The old Queen Muppets that that you know heckle. <laughs> that's that's Oscar the Grouch, but one per but one monster, but one person, right. two people. <laughs> but like, I really, I he was great because he wasn't. Yes, he he was himself. You know, the negative, yeah. the the uh, into the bizarre and the not. Oh the so the good. wild and crazy but like he was also willing to help which was fascinating well because he that's also the the the, the community aspect of it like mm, mm-hmm. 
you know you you have this attitude but you know what has to be done for your community he's got a rep to protect but he also has you know love his community, for exactly. his friend yeah 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 which is nice and even though he's a, oh my god the each car had its own problem cookie monster eating the car that was that's an amazing gag i love the count's, <laughs> the count's car had bat wings on it yeah, um, grover was flying yes he wasn't attached to anything. grover was flying okay. well well I mean, sorry super grover super super grover yes super um, grover was flying I, this is the first time i let's go back to the going back to the, the count this is the first time that i realized that the count is a pimp because <laughs> who someone someone uh, went over and like gave him five who was that I and i was remember. like oh that is that is a pimp mo- moment like you one you have- one hooker you owe you owe me ten thousand dollars yeah but like also it seemed it seems like uh, a lot of the char- the muppety the puppety characters that we know had a different attitude in this movie. So like the count cleaner. well it wasn't it was more like they were acting in a way. Oh okay. All right. Cuz you know they they have their roles on the TV show where the count yeah. is basically there and is like okay we're going to now got to count something random so you learn how to count children yeah yeah but in this one he he only really counts like a handful of times not even yeah but he's in a lot of the movie a lot so like like you know his own car he's he's by himself he's by himself in his car isn't he he is yeah and then also that interesting and then also he's the i think the first one to see big bird in the parade Yes, yeah. And he doesn't say anything like, one bird, uh, uh, uh. He just says, oh, look, it's Big Bird. <laughs> and he was well within his rights to do that. I mean, yes, it's, it was, it, the joke was there. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, like, we, we, we went on about Oscar the Grouch. Grover, I feel like, stayed his self, his true self. He had to be. Yeah. But he, but he, and he knew how to help. I love, I love that moment in the, in the, uh, when you're breaking him out of the, the cage and he's like, we have a fourth wall breaking. I love that. Is the only, I think it's the only time in the movie where the fourth wall is broken. I, he's usually the one that breaks the fourth he, he wall, is. if I remember correctly, my he Sesame is. Street. Cause he's the one who does near far. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that, if there's anything i remember grover for is that wherever you are where <laughs> oh welcome. thank you thank you celine You're thank welcome. you celine. um i don't i don't have anything else that i want to talk about was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into sharp and flat um no i think i expressed everything oh how did you feel about the circus as the um, as like a, the the trope of being the villain. Uh, first of all, every person involved in that whole storyline was Canadian. Uh, we got we got to talk about that. That's very interesting. Oh yes, I have I have a I have a factoid. I have a factoid. 
Um, of the main cast of the show appearing in this film, only Northern Calloway, who played David, was absent because he was barred from entering Canada due to criminal record dating back to an incident <gasps> in 1980 when he went on a violent, frenzied rampage in Na Nashville, Tennessee due to mental illness. Nashville will do that to you, though. It was fairly kept under wraps, so he who sought medical help could resume work on the show until a couple of later incidents uh, ultimately caused his dismissal from, from it in 1989. So was this filmed in, in, Canada, in Canada? I think so. That it makes sounds, sense. I mean, if you, you were just about to talk about Canada, so... Well, all the... the, the Dave Thomas and... Those were SCTV. It was like all SCTV. Uh, Dave Thomas, I forget the other gentleman's name, and then John Candy was the cop. The the guy, the trucker that sings "Ain't No Road Too Long." He's got to yeah. be a singer, right, or something. I don't know who he was. Um, he he came up as Waylon something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who he is. Oh God. Okay, let's pull up the. IMDb. I, I I honestly thought for a second that it was Billy Nelson, um, but it's not. Because Willie Nelson had gray hair by that point, or at least graying. You know what? Follow. Is Willie Nelson still with us? Willie Nelson, yes. Wow, that's a, that's what we listen. Smoke weed. Smoke. You live forever. <laughs> um, okay. Snoop Dog is gonna live forever. Whoopi Goldberg Jane. forever. John Candy, Chevy Chase, Joe Flair. Joe Fla Flaherty is the other one. Okay. Oh, Joe Fla is uh, Dave Thomas's c companion. Yes. Okay. All right. Canadian. I, just, I I know him from from SCT. I loved watching SCTV as a kid with Andrea Martin. Uh, Kermit the Frog is uncredited as himself. Uh <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he he wasn't in the credits, and that was probably Jim Henson that did it. This was the, the last film that Jim Henson voiced those those characters. Oh, well, not not Kermit, but uh, Bert and Ernie, I believe. Okay, Waylon Jennings is a yeah. singer, songwriter, guitarist, um, and he's a country singer. I do not know him. I don't know him either. But I, I, it felt like he was getting some sort of like guest spot treatment. It did. He set up the song, and then everyone else got to sing it. Right, but like you know, he was given the um the featured you know like ooh look at our special guest from the, today's episode and he was nice he, that actually very is very much is Sesame Street because Sesame Street had so many guests random you know, guests Bell, they would just Bell, Bell show up yeah. show up do a little number and then leave and leave Paula Bell um I feel like Michael uh, Jackson did it Michael at Jackson some point. Probably, I mean, even to this day, Audrey McDonald uh, does. Oh, Denise Graves, Denise. Gra <laughs> you mean I you love mean Denise. Audrey McDonald, the the love of this podcast. Audra, the love of my life. I feel We're, like we bring her up every time you come on. <laughs> because she, you know, what's really funny. You know, what's really funny. Um, she is my one of my favorite divas. But you know how we all have like our diva that mm -hmm. like defines us. She's not. She, I, I think for a long time I believed that she was the diva that defined me. She's not. The diva that defines me is Elaine Stretch. Could it be a weird combination of the two? It might though? be. It, I, I might be a hybrid. I might, might be because I have because I do exude the in a work setting in a work setting the kindness of Audra, uh, but I I mostly rely on the brassiness of Elaine Stretch. Because I really want 
Audrey to be your diva. I want her to. This is a new, this is just a, a th- something I've been noodling for the past few weeks um, because even though because Audrey was the first diva that I fell in. Well, Bernadette was the first diva I fell in love with, but she's not my diva. Um, Audrey's first diva where I was like, oh, I want to be like I want to be like her, and then. Um, I realized that I was more of a Lane Stritch than an Audra. So I might be a hybrid. You're right. You might be right. I think you're a hybrid. Okay. Uh, right. That makes me feel good. But... <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? I could talk about this movie all day. So so let's just maybe, keep going. Maybe let's wrap up because I could, I could really keep going. <laughs> okay. Let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Let's do it. Sharp Flat. Uh, in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. And if we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. All right. I'm going to flip the script on us. Oh. And we're going to start with flats. Oh, Do you shit. have any flats? <sighs> the reason why I'm flipping the script is because I don't have any flats. I don't have any. This is This was... There was a point last night while I was watching the watching the film, and I texted my friend. And I said, "I can't believe that 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 we were given this gift of a film mm-hmm. as children. This movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Because um, like even though Big Bird takes lead, other puppets have featured roles. So it's correct. not like it, it's not like it's just Big Bird." No, it, so it, it's, a, it's, I can't a, it's com- an all cast. I can't complain on that. I love the I love the fact that we're they're still doing um, what they do on the show, but now it's an hour and a half long or hour and twenty minutes. Nope, it's yeah. an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Okay. It's like an it's a ninety minute movie rather than like a thirty minute TV show or a sixty yeah. minute TV show. And you don't feel like they're killing time. No, it moves the pace of it is so good. There, there's some things that like they could have probably cut out like um like in real time you see big bird walk across like a screen but like that that's that's not offensive to me no. it's just you mean the haystacks something like yeah i think that that scene or like even um him walking down that dirt road to the barn okay I, they, there's just there's just like, like little moments here and there that are just like a little too long, but like okay. I don't care that much to yeah. like complain a co- complain too much about it to make it a okay. flat. All right. So yeah. Um, okay. So your sharps. Let's do sharps now. Oh, what I are have you- so many. The 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 salad. Uh, the 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 upset. Okay, there's a moment uh, that that I said to myself, "Oh my god." Bert and Ernie really are the homosexuals of Sesame Street because they ex- they exuded shade with one glance when when they're watching TV and they literally look they, they're looking at the TV and they slow burn turn to each other and then they turn back and then that's it mm-hmm. that's the whole scene well the fact we also that the fact also that they're roommates, quote unquote, watching yes. TV together. Oh my goodness! I was just like, I was just like, y'all, you're all the old gay couple, <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, that's that's okay. We we love them. Yes. That. <laughs> that so 
um, a while ago, I did Muppet Treasure Island, and in it, oh, they had Miss Piggy and and Kermit like hanging upside down, uh-huh. and so it got me wondering how they did the upside down. Like, I I wish I could go back and just see how they filmed it, or like, find oh a picture, yeah, find a behind the scenes picture of it, because like, well, I they, feel they, like they necessarily they were... have to be moving because the plane could have been no, stationary. but like the rig that they had to build and everything and then i uh, probably like um tack down parts of the, of the puppets like yeah costume, no but but the, but the costumes but the puppets are, are talking as it's happening right but like you know they were wearing scarves too that they probably had to like sew to the puppet i itself. i would venture to say that they filmed it right side up and and blew the wind up oh interesting I ventured to say that. Okay. Okay. We can ask them. I mean, oddly, I wish I, I, I'm not, I'm not using my noodle. I know people that work at Jim Henson Studios. (laughs) I could have, (laughs) I could have called them. Let's do it. Let's do another one. And then we'll, we'll, we'll call the puppeteer. Oh my God. Yes. I didn't even think about that. But not not for a while. I need to like, okay. cry in a corner after watching this god one. it's so it's so good and but but most of the puppeteers who were there do know how the tricks are done because i've asked i've asked people when i run into when i run into them you know you always have a few a few questions on your mind mm-hmm. and i express them and they have the answer so well the thing though with muppet treasure island though is that they actually i think they actually filmed that with the puppets upside down Oh, so, wow. like, maybe the act, the puppeteers were laying down, and you know they had their oh, arm yeah. going down. Oh, that's down. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I thought about this, but I think you you might be onto something with the wind blowing up. It's possible. I'm actually going to take a quick look at that. Um, Can I? I'll do my sharps then while you take a look. Okay. Um, I wrote down Chevy Chase making the Mr. Rogers reference just because <laughs> I I was both I think I was both a Sesame Street and a Mr. Rogers kid so that was okay. that just tickled me as an adult a little bit um, the progressive storytelling we've talked about this I because you know this happens social it workers does. happen and it does usually I mean. What they don't say in the movie is that usually social workers step in if there's a, pro- pro- a so problem. We need, social, we need social workers. Yes. So, like, um, even though Big Bird is displaced and doesn't have a bird family, quote unquote, um, he still has a family. Yes. Or it, I'm sorry, it's Big Bird. They use he, him pronouns for her. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure, because, you know, he he's a bird. He is a bird. He is a I kind of, I kind of got, um, I kind of, I kind of got, oh crap, not Gonzo. Yeah, right. Gonzo is the Muppet that has the curly nose. Yeah. I was uh, kind of getting Gonzo energy from Big Bird, because in, because in, in some. Muppets movies that when they try to define what Gonzo is, he just says, I'm me or something like that, or I, 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 I'm Gonzo or something. So when Big Bird, they were trying to like define what kind of bird he is, he's just like, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. 
like like the monsters too. Yeah. So I I I don't mean to keep comparing it to the Muppets, but like However. It, it's just it's just cute that like they keep little gags like that in both entities in both properties. Well, I think that they're making a bigger point for cuz you know, kids are kids have questions about these characters. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm watching it. The upside down thing? Yeah. Uh, no, they are upside down. It's not wind. Okay, so maybe they did film it. Oh wait! Oh wait! 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 Oh! Oh! The part that it also no, wait. Shot. It 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 it. it, it uh, no, they are upside down. They are upside down. The part that also shocked me is when they flip right side up but you still see Bert and Ernie in the airplane. And I was just like, is that a real plane or is that a toy plane that they then put toy Bert and Ernie in there? It's a a rigging system. Wow. I don't think I realized how amazing the scene was until you pointed it out. (laughs) The the Henson Corporation, um, they are willing to like, play with different things like in muppet christmas yeah. carol you see kermit's legs move well no they've been doing that since muppet takes manhattan oh true they they, they, they rode the bike that was their that true. was the first time that we saw the puppet's legs but like the way that um reading about how they filmed that is what more so because like they had kermit quote-unquote walking on like a green screen disc that what? kept spinning. Yeah, it's wild in Muppet wow. Christmas Carol. I didn't know that. Um, now, I, now, now I have to. Now I have to look look at that. The, the innovation, the innovation that that these puppeteers have uh, is mind blowing. Truly, I mean, I I I think the whole thing is a sharp. To be totally honest, it, it's it's perfect. This movie I, is perfect. It. Mm, I wouldn't call it perfect. I okay. would say I'm nearly perfect because I don't think I don't think anything is really perfect. I feel like okay. there's st- there's still something there's. Well, it's not listen, I saw flat. I saw every, everything every I saw everything everywhere all at once. All at once. Okay, I think perfect. that is a perfect film. That is perfect. You are right. You are right. <laughs> uh, are there any songs that you would add to your life's playlist? You know, and I didn't expect this, but I went. I I went back and re-listened to um, one little one little star uh, when when it came on. I was like, "That's a really beautiful song." I really did like one little star too. Yeah, yeah. And I liked song. "I'm So Blue," which oh, of course. Which apparently, yes. um, Carol. No, what's his name? Carol. Yeah, Carol Spinney. Yeah, Carol Spinney. Apparently, you think you sang it. Apparently, after he sang it, he cried after. So. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, I would too. That's a that's a it's heavy a, song. It's, a, it's an extremely emotional film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they, because if you take out all the clown moments, it's actually pretty intense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's why they it's have to lot. include like. Grover flying or Cookie Monster eating the car. Like yeah. they have to throw in some insanity just to like bring it, bring it down tonally. And also or to keep up. the kids' attentions, of, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the real point. But as an adult watching this, I'm like, 
it's intense. It's it's a it's a tough subject for kids to watch to see their beloved Big Bird um, not have a home. Yes, or or to define what is a home. So important. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. important for and and for us to take that moment to realize where you know because it's hard to belong somewhere. I think. Uh, or, or, or if, you, if you think you don't belong, because he thought he he was made to believe for a moment that he didn't belong where he was, right? And apparently, you know, at the end when I think it's Maria gives the speech to Miss Finch, and she's just, she's like, "We have human, we have adults and kids and monsters and birds." And when she got to birds, like the camera is spinning around this giant circle of the cast, yeah, and you see Big Bird, but then there's another puppet there that's like, "I'm a bird." <laughs> I was like, so the whole so this whole time, the whole, whole movie, time, the whole time, the whole, <laughs> the whole time, the whole time. Let's go, Natalie. <laughs> the, the he didn't have to go because there was another bird there. There was one other bird. Maybe At that least. bird's annoying. Maybe that bird, you know, doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. Well, also, like the mo- the movie begins with him talking to a bird that's just passing through. So oh. there are other birds in the there world. There are other birds. There are, few, there are fewer birds, but not like the dodos who do jazzercise every did, morning. Did you know that uh, Sesame Street is supposed to be uh, in New York City? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's in Queens. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's I actually in Queens. I just thought it was kind of like a made up no. metropolitan city. No, she, a part she's... of a metropolitan city. She's here. You can go. Well, you can go visit her. Oh, okay. Can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah, you take the end of Thirtieth Street, and uh, and you'll you'll, you'll and you have a short little walk. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Jason, we're done with this episode. Oh, this is one of my favorite. I love this. Oh, I'm so happy <laughs> that we're making that you're torturing me for Annie. <laughs> this, is there I'll anything you, you want to plug or promote? Well, as usual, I have uh, my podcast J and A R Gay. You can find us on the socials at uh, J uh, and A uh, underscore R Gay on Instagram. And you can find us wherever podcasts are being uh, uh, given out. Um, as a side note, this is also coming out early June, like the first week of June. Do you have anything oh. around that time that you can oh. announce? Uh, well, it's Gay Pride Month, so see me on the streets. Um, <laughs> and don't forget to find me on Scruff and tell me I'm pretty. Gotta find him on Scruff. You're right. Very important. Very um, important. And if you want to show some love for uh, Follow That Bird, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttersongpod. You're on TikTok, too. I am on TikTok. I haven't really posted anything on a while, in a while on that. That's that's usually my doom scrolling moment. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but I want you to forget that. I, I, I saw you. I'm you like something. You, you like one of my videos the other day. I did. I did. Yes. Because you're funny. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, reach out and talk to me about your your childhood with Sesame Street. Or were you a different? Were you a Fraggle Rock kid? I don't know. Oh, dancer cares away. 
<laughs> By the power of editing, I'll make them match up. Thank uh, you. <laughs> and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, boy, howdy. We're talking about the 1999 version of The King and I. Oh, wow. Oh, the 1999 version? Yeah, the animated one. How have I never seen this? I don't I don't know how <laughs> I've never seen it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, you, the listener, I don't know if I'm going to keep this in. Usually I pre-record. I, well, I pre-record all of my episodes and, you know, sometimes it's out of order. But this time I swear I haven't seen this one yet. Wow. Wow. Uh-huh. I'm excited to hear that one. Yep. It's an animated movie. Oh, it looks... Oh, I'm so upset already. Why? Oh, it's another Warner Brothers property. Look at... Oh, yeah, this is a Warner Brothers film. Uh-huh, because it's brought to you... Oh, no, it's a Metascore of 29. Oh, no, I'm so upset. Uh-oh. Where are we, we going to get the A24 musicals? I don't know. Maybe Pearl? Pearl? The sequel to X or prequel? Maybe that's that's an A twenty four property. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it's, that. A twenty four is like having a great twenty twenty two so far. Everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win all the awards. Um, let's sign off, and then we'll talk more about it. All right. So, bye for now, everyone. Goodbye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the.